0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Off the Bench Podcast, episode number five. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you're having a great day. Remember, if you have any questions, I will answer them at the end of each episode. Make sure to send in your questions to either the Instagram at Off the Bench Podcast, comment them on our YouTube channel, Off the Bench Podcast, or email them in to Off the Bench Podcast 34 at gmail.com. Let's take a look at the previous week's games. Week 12, Thursday night, Bills of the Patriots AFC East divisional game. The Bills went 24 10. For New England, Marcus Jones, their cornerback, surprisingly was the leading receiver for them. He did get a touchdown the bills did their job on the off on defense, excuse me, the offense did step up and take down the very good patriots defense. We saw Mac Jones was frustrated after the game. Hopefully things improve there. Stefan Diggs, 7 catches, 92 yards and a touchdown, great game for him. Moving on to Sunday, Steelers at the Falcons. Steelers win 19 to 16. This is their second straight win. They've been playing really good recently. Their defense was able to suppress the Falcons' run-heavy offense and make them kick three field goals. This is the second straight loss for the Falcons, who are still looking for a possible playoff push in the weak NFC South division. Next, Packers with the Bears. Packers win this one 28-19. Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. Christian Watson, one receiving touchdown, one rushing touchdown. He's a stud. He's going to win a lot of people fantasy leagues. Justin Fields, however, 254 passing yards, two picks. He did have a rushing touchdown. Aaron Rodgers did play this game after leaving the game against the Eagles last week. And A.J. Dillon on the ground, 18 rushes, 93 yards, and a touchdown. He was the leading rusher. Next, Jaguars to the Lions. We thought this was going to be close. Not really. Lions win 40-14, blowout. Jared Goff, 340 yards, two touchdowns. Both of them went to Amon Ross St. Brown, who had a big game. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams both score on the ground for Detroit. Travis Etienne played for Jacksonville, but he really couldn't do much. Christian Kirk, however, for the Jaguars, had six catches for 104 yards. It was his third 100-plus yard receiving game this year. Next, Jets to the Vikings. This is a heartbreaker. Vikings win 27-22 on a game-winning interception. The Jets were right there. They could have won, but Vikings defense steps up in the end. Dalvin Cook, 86 rushing yards and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, 7 catches, 45 yards and a touchdown. Howard for the Jets, Greg Leg zerline was 5-for-5 five five on his field goals along with an extra point. Mr. Mike White, he played okay, 369 yards, 2 picks. He did have a crucial rushing touchdown that kept the Jets in the game. Garrett Wilson, he's been a stud. He's going to be a star, like I've said before. 8 catches, 160 y- 162 yards, big game. And the Jets play the Bills next week. This is a big game considering the Jets do have playoff hopes. they got to win this one to really stay in the wild card race. Commanders of the Giants. This one ends in a tie, 20-20, as the Giants miss the game-winning 58-yard field goal in overtime. Scary Terry McLaurin, 8 catches, 105 yards, and a touchdown. He played really well. Brian Robinson in this game was clearly the leading rusher for Washington. Him and Gibson have been splitting carries earlier, but now maybe it's time that Robinson... He steps up and he's number one guy. Daniel Jones, 200 yards and a touchdown, 71 rushing yards. Taylor Heineke, he's hot, 275 yards, two touchdowns. He's the guy right now in Washington. Titans Eagles, AJ Brown revenge game. Eagles win this one, it wasn't that close, 35 to 10. Jalen Hurts played great, 380 passing yards, three touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. AJ Brown, he let the Titans know that he's that good, why they shouldn't have traded him. Eight catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns, torched the defense. Eagles' defense was able to contain Derrick Henry, 11 rushing, yard, 11 rushing attempts, 30 yards. Traylon Burks, however, for the Titans, did have a touchdown catch, but he left the game with a concussion. He is questionable to play this upcoming week. Broncos at the Ravens, low-scoring one. Ravens win 10-9. to Lamar does get injured in this one, left the game with a knee injury. Tyler Huntley steps in. He throws for 187 passing yards and runs in a touchdown. Denver did not score a touchdown, and they fall the 3-9. The Ravens are looking to win the AFC North. It's really a two-man race, them and the Bengals right now. Browns to the Texans. Deshaun Watson's first game back against his former team. Browns win 27-14. No touchdowns for the offense, all on the defense and special teams, who came up with three touchdowns, two picks, and two fumble recoveries. Not an exciting offensive game. Deshaun Watson was a little rusty. It was his first game back. He did get booed, not surprisingly. And the Texans dropped to one win, 10 losses, one tie. They're going to get the first overall pick. That's what it's looking like right now. Seahawks at the Rams. Seahawks win 27-23. to The game-winning touchdown with 36 seconds left. Geno Smith, 367 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Kenneth Walker did leave the game with an ankle injury in the second quarter. He is questionable to play this upcoming week. It's looking more like he will play. Cam Akers for the Rams. A little drama in the beginning of the year. Now he's the number one guy. 60 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Now he has three all year. Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf both had big games. Nine catches, 128 yards, and a touchdown for Lockett. Metcalf, eight catches, 127 yards, and the game-winning touchdown. The Seahawks could make a run for the division. It's really them and the 49ers right now. And for the Rams, this is their sixth loss in a row. And it sucks for them because they don't have their first-round pick, which they gave away in the Matt Stafford trade. Detroit has that. Detroit, they're looking good for next year. Dolphins and the Niners. 49ers win 33-17. to However, it came at a cost. Jimmy G broke his foot. He's done for the year. You have the seventh-round pick, Mr. Irrelevant. That's what they call him. Actually, that's what they call the last pick. In the last round of the draft, Mr. Irrelevant I really didn't know that up until This past Sunday Mr. Brock Purdy, he's going to step in and start Presumably CMC was the leading rusher and receiver He did bring in a receiving touchdown Tyreek has been putting up big numbers all year Nine catches, 146 yards and a touchdown Tua, he played all right, Two touchdowns, but he had three turnovers Two of them were picks, one fumble Robbie Gold for the Niners Four for four field goals and an extra point 49ers are hanging on to first in the NFC West, and the Dolphins fall to second in the AFC East. Chiefs at the Bengals, very high, highly anticipated game. The Bengals win this one 27-24. That was the same score as the AFC Championship last year, 27-24 Bengals win. Joe Burrow, 286 yards, two touchdowns, along with 46 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown. Very good game from him. Joe Mixon didn't play again. Samaj so P. Ryan steps in for 100 six rushing yards, 49 receiving yards. Very nice game from him. Jamar Chase is back. He was the leading receiver with seven catches, 97 yards. He's looking to help take the Bengals into the playoffs. Travis Kelsey, this was his first time not being the leading receiver since week seven against the 49ers. An okay game for him. And upcoming rookie Isaiah Pacheco, 14 carries, 66 yards, and a touchdown. He had a great game. That's his second great game in a row. Looking to continue it on next week. Chargers at the Raiders. Raiders win 27-20. This is their third straight win. They're starting to look good now, like how people anticipated in the beginning of the year. Devontae Adams, 8 catches, 177 yards, 2 touchdowns. There's a reason why they traded for him. Josh Jacobs, 26 carries, 144 yards, rushing touchdown. He's pretty good. He's been good. Justin Herbert, 335 yards and a touchdown. He played good. Eckler, however, he didn't bring in a touchdown. He's been known as the guy to always score a touchdown in every game. He has 35 rushing yards, 67 receiving yards. And again, the Chargers ground game was not that strong. And the Raiders look to win four straight as they play the Rams next week on Thursday night. Sunday night game, the Colts at the Cowboys, we thought it was close up until the fourth quarter. It was a two-point game. Then Dallas Cowboys, 33 points in the fourth quarter. They went 54-19. to It was crazy to watch. Tony Pollard, 91 rushing yards, two touchdowns. Ezekiel Elliott, 77 rushing yards, and he has a touchdown. Michael Gallup, two receiving touchdowns. The Cowboys' defense came to play this game. They had three interceptions on Matt Ryan, two fumble recoveries, and they scored a touchdown. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he ran 21 times for 82 yards. He couldn't really get anything going. Matt Ryan, 233 passing yards, two touchdowns. And again, like I mentioned before, three interceptions. Not the best game from him. And then Monday night, Saints at the Bucs. These games are always close, usually low scoring. The Bucs win this one 17-16 on a game-winning touchdown pass from the GOAT. TB12, Tom Brady, to the Rookie Running back Rashad White, who's been playing great. The Saints were up 16-3 with five minutes left in the fourth, and they got outscored 14-3 in those last five minutes. Tom Brady, 36 for 54, 281 yards, two touchdowns, and one pick. The Saints started off this game good, but the defense folded at the end. They couldn't stop the box. And two-minute drill. Tom big win for the box as they keep the lead in the NFC South. Moving on to the top fantasy performers of the week. Starting in the quarterback group, Jalen Hurts led them 34.4 PPR fantasy points, followed by Joe Burrow, Joe Scheiste, 30.04, Geno Smith, 22.98, and then Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions, 21.6. On to the running back, CMC, 28.6 PPR. Tony Pollard, he's been having some big games recently, 24.6. Samaj Pirine, Stepping in for the injured Joe Mixon, 21.5. DeAndre Swift, is he back? Maybe. 21.1. Josh Jacobs, 21. And A.J. Dillon, 20.9. Wide receivers, you had Devontae Adams, 37.7. Amon Ra St. Brown, 34.6. A.J. Brown, 31.9. Tyreek Hill, 29.6. Tyler Lockett, 27.8. D.K. Metcalf, 26.7. Scary Terry McLaurin, 24.5. And two of the rookies to round it out, Christian Watson, 24.4, and Garrett Wilson, 24.2. In the tight end category, not really who we all expected. Greg Dolchich of the Denver Broncos leading the group, 14.5 for this week. Noah Fant of the Seahawks, 14.2, and Evan Ingram of the Jaguars, 14.0. Defense, the Browns, 31.0 points Incredible Cowboys with 19, 49ers with 18, and then the kickers. You had Greg Leg with 20, Michael Badgley of the Lions, 19, Robbie Gold of the Niners, 18, and Matthew Wright of the Steelers, 16. Moving on to the news, predictions, and hot takes segment of the show. Biggest news for us all, the Panthers waived Baker Mayfield, who they traded for in the offseason. Surprising move. From them It's interesting to see Who will pick him up As of right now While I'm recording this It's 4.37pm Eastern time Tuesday December 6th No one has him right now People are speculating Maybe the 49ers Get him I don't think so They just signed uh, Josh Johnson So I highly doubt They'll try to claim him But people are saying He will get claimed We just don't know where And speaking of the 49ers Jimmy G out for the year With a broken foot That's I guess it really hurts their chances for a Super Bowl since he's been playing pretty good. So Brock Purdy steps in, their seventh round pick, Mr. Irrelevant. He's going to start, presumably. They just signed Josh Johnson. We'll see who they announce to start in the next couple of days. He did look good, though, when he stepped in. And we'll see how they move on from the Jimmy G injury another injury Lamar he has a sprained PCL he's out one to three weeks John Harbaugh says Lamar will probably not play this week so that means Tyler Huntley is going to step in and start we'll see really how long Lamar is out who knows he could come back in a week because it it is is it a contract here no he wanted a big contract they didn't give it to him Lamar We'll see if uh, this injury really affects if he wants to stay in Baltimore or not. We'll see what happens this offseason. Kenneth Walker, as I mentioned before, left the their game early with a strained ankle, but he will most likely play next week, so the Seahawks fans are happy. Here's a prediction. I think the Broncos, after this year, will fire Nathaniel Hackett. Here's why. I know it's only his first year, but as of right now it has been a failed experiment so far in denver they're sitting at three and nine bottom of the afc west not where they wanted to be in the beginning of the year they really thought they could win the division a lot of people were saying they could really make a run at the division and as of right now yeah that's not happening they stink russell wilson i really don't know how to put into words he has not been good to put it simply he has not been good Hackett has terrible game management as earlier in the year he had to hire a game management assistant we saw it in week one against the Seahawks uh yeah we all know what happened they are projected the third overall picks in at the 3-9 record but oh that stinks they don't have it because it's going to the Seahawks because of the Russell Wilson trade Seahawks finesse them Broncos are in deep trouble in the future especially deep trouble right now and in the future Also, moving on. This week will determine, I believe, if Sam Darnold is the guy for Carolina. He was acquired last year in trade with the Jets as the Jets took Zach Wilson in the draft because they thought he was the guy. So Darnold goes to Carolina. He starts off last year. He had, I believe, three good games. First three weeks, he was like the leading touchdown scorer. Not passing. I think rushing. Leading touchdown scorer. Uh, in the NFL for the first three weeks And then he had a bad game He was seeing ghosts again Got hurt I don't think he played another game for the rest of the year Um. And, oh that's right he didn't Because that's when Cam Newton came back Now this year They get Baker in the offseason He starts off plays bad Then they try PJ Walker He plays okay Then he has a bad game Give it back to Baker They don't start him last week Darnold starts not last week, the week before they were on bye. this past week. Darnold starts, leads them to a win. So now they release Baker, and now Darnold is starting against the Seahawks, which will be a tough game. But as of right now, Darnold doesn't really have any competition. I know they have P.J. Walker, who I, don't, I think he's hurt, and the guy they uh, picked up in the draft, Matt Corral, he hasn't played all year. I think he's on IR. So Darnold has... It's really him right now. He's. This is really the perfect time for Sam Darnold to prove himself and to prove why he should be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And we'll see what happens this week against the Seahawks. All right, it's time for the hot take of the week. This week's hot take is that after this year, head coach Sean McVay will leave the Rams. Said it here. You can... Hold me on my word. Sean McVay will leave the Rams after this year. After the Super Bowl last year, he was already offered a broadcasting position to go up in the booth. He did not, he uh he declined. They were just coming off Super Bowl win. They're riding off that high. Maybe thinking, or with the idea that they could go back to back. But as clearly as we've seen this year, they're not gonna make the playoffs. They didn't have their first-round pick. The team's awful. He got a Super Bowl ring. I think now is the perfect time for him to leave, get out of that situation. And even I think us as viewers would really get great things out of him being in the booth. He would bring an unbelievable amount of knowledge up there. We've seen what he could do on the field to call him plays. How do you think he'd be able to call plays up in the booth, play-by-play broadcasting? I think it'd be incredible. And also for him personally, I think he would enjoy it more. And... He definitely be getting paid more than what he's getting paid now as a head coach. Those broadcasters just get a lot of money. You saw the offer Tom Brady got when he presumably, or like, yeah, he did retire. And then he said, "Nope, I don't want to spend time with my family. I want to play football. I want to win games. I want to win another Super Bowl." We'll see what Sean McVay does at the end of the year. I hope. I would love to see him in the booth, but you know, anything can happen. Alright, now for the predictions for week 14. The teams on by this week are the Falcons, the Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, and Commanders. Thursday night, Raiders at the Rams. We would have thought in the beginning of the year this would have been a great Thursday night game. That, right now, no, you got two teams with losing records. I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one. The Raiders are riding on a three-game win streak. The Rams are struggling. Stafford and Cup, I presume are done for the year. John Wolford is going to start this game. He started last game. Bryce Perkins will not. The Raiders offense is playing good. The defense is starting to play better. You got Chandler Jones and Max Crosby coming off the edges. Chandler Jones got a few sacks last game. I believe they're in for big games against a struggling Rams offensive line and a backup quarterback with virtually no weapons to throw to. I take, I'm take. i taking the Raiders in this one. Moving on to Sunday. Big game. This is a big game. The Jets at the Bills. Huge game regarding the AFC East standings. I expect this game to be close. I think it's going to come down right to the end like the last game was when the Jets pull off the win, 20-17. Again, this game, Mike White instead of Zach Wilson. I would not be surprised if the Jets pull off an upset, but I am going to take the Bills in this one. The Bills are at home. They should win this game if they don't. then I I don't think they're I don't know I don't know what to say Uh, but I'm taking the Bills I don't I don't want the Bills to win but I think the Bills will win the Browns at the Bengals another divisional game big game regarding who's going to win the division I'm taking the Cincinnati Bengals Bengals look great against the Chiefs I assume or they should get Joe Mixon back this week he's missed the past two games because he hasn't cleared concussion protocol I think he should be good to go this week Deshaun is back for the Browns, however, but he did not look great versus the Texans. Maybe he'll play better this week. Burrow is playing like an MVP candidate, and Nick Chubb is looking for a bounce-back game. I'm taking the Bengals. The Texans at the Cowboys, I mean, come on, this should be a blowout. The Cowboys are playing like Super Bowl contenders. The Texans, I mean, really, if I were the Texans, I wouldn't try not to win at any games for the rest of the year because that first overall pick is looking really good right now. I wouldn't want to fumble it. They pretty much have it secured. I think Zeke and Pollard can have big games this week. I'm taking the Cowboys, Weedham Boys. Vikings at the Lions. This one is an interesting game because as of right now, Vegas has Detroit favored minus 1. This is going to be a close game. The Vikings did win the previous matchup 28 to 24. But ever since then, Detroit has been playing much better. They have won four out of their last five games. Their offense is looking incredible. But Justin Jefferson and Thielen are looking for bounce-back games after playing against the Strong Jets secondary. I'm taking the Vikings. Jaguars at the Titans, another divisional game in the AFC. Both teams coming off of losses last week, over 24 points for both of them. Derrick Henry struggled versus Philly. I think he could potentially have a big game this week. Jaguars, all their losses this year, however, have been within one possession except the one last week against Detroit. Interesting statistic there. Trey Burks is questionable to play for the Titans, but I'm going to take the Titans in this one. Eagles at the Giants. NFC East, big game regarding that division. This is going to be a good game, I think. The Giants just tied with... The Commanders, they're fighting for a wild card spot. Jalen Hurts, he's playing like an MVP right now. He is in the running. Their defense is stellar. The Eagles are the best team in football right now. I'm taking the birds. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Ravens at the Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers in this one. This this is, this is could be a good game, too. Steelers offense is starting to click. You got Pat fryer and Najee Harris. They're finding their rhythms on the offensive end Lamar is out Tyler Huntley is in Tyler Huntley I mean the offense doesn't really change that much with him but he's not no Lamar Jackson I think the Steelers defense will take advantage of Tyler Huntley I'm taking the Steelers in an upset this week Chiefs at the Broncos the Chiefs are three and on the division this year, Broncos are 0-3 in the division this year. I don't think this game is going to be close. Broncos are on a four-game win streak. I think the Chiefs are going to make it five. I'm taking the Chiefs. Buccaneers at the 49ers. Even though Jimmy G's out, I think the rest of the team can really do the work. Niners are on a five-game win streak, have arguably the best defense in the league. However, this is a big test for Brock Purdy. The Bucks are coming off a comeback win against the Saints on Monday night. They do need a win to stay in playoff contention. I think this is going to be low scoring, but I'm going to take the 49ers at home. Panthers at the Seahawks. Seahawks are coming off a close win against the Rams. This is time for Sam Darnold to prove himself with no quarterback competition. You also have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett coming off of big fantasy weeks. Both are looking to continue their fantasy great performances. I'm going to take the Seahawks at home. Sunday night, Dolphins at the Chargers. Two very explosive offenses. This is going to be a shootout, but both teams are coming off of losses. They both need wins. I don't expect a lot of defense, but I'm going to take the Dolphins on the road against the Chargers. And then Monday night, the Patriots at the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown had a good first game back. I think this will be a close one, but I think the Patriots defense will have Kyler running around a lot. But... I'm taking the Cardinals at home Monday night Time for Picks of the week I'm not calling it locks of the week Because I'm not great at sports betting But I'm these are the picks that I'm definitely riding with this week If you want to ride Ride them too They're good First, Vikings money line Vegas has Detroit favored It could be a trap bet But I like the Vikings in this one I'm taking the money line Second, This is for the Thursday night game. Raiders, minus six on the road against the Rams. Rams have struggled. They haven't been playing good. Raiders are on a three-game win streak. Their offense has been playing great. Their defense is starting to click a little bit. I like the six-point spread. I'm taking Raiders, minus six. And then finally, this one could be really risky, but could also pay out greatly, tremendously. It's in the Cowboys and the Texans game. I'm taking Tony Pollard, anytime touchdown, and Ezekiel Elliott, anytime touchdown. Two-headed monster running back for the Cowboys have been great this year. I really like them both scoring against Houston. All right, time for the question segment of the show. Two great questions this week. Here's the first one. Many fans were unable to see the Thursday night game with Buffalo in New England. It was broadcasted on Prime. Those who do not subscribe to Amazon were unable to view it. Do you think that at some point, the only way to watch an NFL game will be through a subscription service or even pay-per-view? This is a very good question. With the way the TV market has been trending, I would not be surprised if it moves to pay-per-view. The NFL already has made NFL Plus their mobile streaming service, which allows you to listen or watch live, local, and primetime games all from your mobile device. The only thing with going to a subscription service is that I think the NFL fans and the viewers will lose their minds. I don't think they're going to like it. And because of this, I don't think the NFL will make as much money from it, especially from lost viewership. I think they could do it. I don't think they should do it. That's my answer to that. Second question, interesting one. Are the Lions back? Interesting one. Are they back? I mean, were they ever there? I mean, years ago they were. But they could make a wild card push, surprisingly enough. They are sitting at 5-7, and, and a win this week against the second-best team in the NFC, Minnesota Vikings, would be huge for their playoff hopes. The offense is starting to click, though. Jared Goff is playing good. And as for the future, I mean, are the Lions back now? I don't know. Maybe next year? Because they do have their own first-round pick, which right now is projected at number 15, and they have the Rams first round pick from the Matt Stafford trade, which right now is sitting beautifully in the top five at number four. This is a fun team to watch, and they could be even better next year. All right, that wraps up the QA. If you have any questions for the next episode, make sure to DM the Instagram at Off the Bench Podcast, comment on the YouTube channel at Off the Bench Podcast, or email them in to Off the Bench Podcast 34 at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who tuned in. I hope you all have a great rest of your week. Uh, Just a heads up, for future episodes, I will be filming one more here in Rochester in my dorm after next Tuesday the 13th. I will be going home for Christmas break. We will have special guests on for these episodes. Those special guests are to be announced, so be ready for some great content. All right. I hope you all have a great one, and thanks for tuning in again. Okay, uh, what's crazy is right before I was about to end the episode... I just realized that Baker Mayfield did get claimed off of waivers to the Rams. Interesting. Maybe, does he start this week for the Rams Thursday night? We'll see. I don't know. But I I just had to add this into the end of the episode because I just found out right when I stopped recording. So, maybe Baker starts Thursday night against the Raiders. That will be interesting to see. But, again, thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next episode. Thanks.